Welcome to another edition of Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek, and we're rolling uh, out with our zombie still, the zombie series, but this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. We're not continuing the story. We're going to be elaborating on all of the casting characters in Todd's camp. Uh, instead of just saying random people, we're going to try to get specific with these um, NPCs, for lack of a better word, side characters. So, obviously... The main cast member is Todd and his wife, Lindsay, and their dogs, Cyril and Sonny. But there are 32 other adults, uh, along with five kids and three other dogs. So we're going to start introducing them. I'm going to start with basically the camp employees, the people that uh, were here every day. So the camp owner, his name is Jake Mitchell. He's owned this camp for a few decades. He's a widower and his children all live out of state. One of the other three dogs is his, it's a German Shepherd, and the dog's name is Matt. Now, we're gonna move on to the rest of the camp employees, starting with the husband and wife chefs of the restaurant, Joyce and Greg Connor. Uh, they've been doing all the cooking, basically, for the camp since Todd has arrived. Now, with, the, with them from the restaurant, we have waiter Bill Turner and waitress Karen Johnson. They don't live in the in the town that Todd just went to, they would have been like the next town over, but they were like single adults and they just decided it would be better to stay at the camp. Um, there is another waitress. Oh wait, never mind. I misread my notes. This is not a waitress. She was the camp secretary, Carla Reyes, and her 19 um, year old son, Victor is a busboy at the restaurant. Now they live in the town, but they just decided also just to stay at the camp. And there is one other busboy named Eric Lindsay. He's another younger guy, but he also just um, basically decided to stay at the camp instead of trying to go home. And the last two camp employees of the surviving camp employees, because a few a few had died in earlier episodes, are Gary Long and Tom Smith, who are both groundskeepers. I will say that one of the deceased is the guy that you nicknamed Jumpy Joe, Todd. Oh, okay. You're, I assume you remember him. Oh, yeah. Prematurely. Mm-hmm. You relegated him to a spear, and he died on the battlefield against zombies, heroically. Hmm. Maybe possibly heroically, it doesn't really matter. All right, that is, um, that's the camp. Now, do you have any any questions about the, the camp employees? None that I could think of right now. Um, I'm just taking this all in, because uh, I think, you know, we've been going over what they can do and what they can't do and all that good stuff. Um, but I think it's a good idea to put names to faces and that, uh, that type of thing. So it's, it's more, um, I'm better able to, I guess, work the zombie apocalypse so we can hopefully all survive through this. All right. So just a quick recap of what, of what these people bring to the table. You have two professional groundskeepers. Two, like, you know, 19, 20-something, 19, 20-year-old guys that are busboys, so young blood. You have a secretary, two middle-aged waiters, or, well, one waiter, one waitress, and two chefs, and, of course, the camp owner. Now, that wraps them up, and we'll be moving on to the people that have come in since since you came or who were already guests there. Now, you have Brad, uh, Brad and Jeff Arnett, who are brothers on vacation from northern Pennsylvania that are outdoorsmen. Now, they just like hiking, fishing. I'm sure they've, they've hunted a time or two, but they're not any of, they're not your two best hunters. They have some skill there, though. They did not bring a dog with them. Next, we have Jared and Amy Talk, who came in that RV uh, that was blowing the horn 
after you had already camouflaged the entrance and they're friends of the camp owner mm-hmm. that you made go in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're there with their young son, Curtis. Um, as far as skills go, they're just, you know, your average adult. Mm-hmm. You know, people in their, like, late 30s, early 40s, they, they occasionally enjoy camping, but their idea of camping is an RV, not so much roughing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we're going to introduce you to the family you just rescued from the next town over. The manager of the pharmacy store, who whose name is Joe. So Joe Lewis and his wife, Mary, and their daughter, Donna. Now, Joe, as a, being a manager of a store, brings some leadership and organizational skills to the table. And Mary worked as a paralegal. So, again, someone who's good at doing research and organization and Donna is a girl a girl that's under 10 years old so not really useful more like uh, someone just to protect now we're moving on to Sarah Parker who is an experienced hiker and she's there with her boyfriend Chad Green who is an accountant I don't know how useful an accountant will be but an experienced hiker brings something to the table at least mm-hmm. next you have John and Justin Dunning who are college uh, kids on vacation. Uh, they're cousins from Western Pennsylvania, and they are also pretty good outdoorsmen. Uh, they, they enjoy good long hikes, so that's some uh, young, potentially useful blood for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, you have Mike and Stephanie Joyner, who are just a retired couple on vacation. They're both in their 60s. Now, that being said, I don't think they're going to be out scouting too much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you use the couple in their 60s the best you think you can. And next, we're uh, we're getting into your hunters. We have Dave and Beth Turner. Dave's an experienced hunter and trapper. He's a very good shot with uh, with a gun or a bow and has a golden retriever named Copper, as well as a daughter named Lisa, who is, again, under 10 years old. So I put a star next to Dave's name. He's one of your good ones. Mm-hmm. And then the next the next couple is Brett and Laura Harding. Brett is your other experienced hunter. He's the guy that whose group got uh, lost in the woods, hmm. and you when you first encountered zombies, but he survived. Okay. And his wife is a teacher, hmm. and they they are the owners of the fifth and final dog you have, which is a black net, a black lab named Charcoal. And if I didn't mention it, the golden retriever's name was Copper, but I think I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on, we have Laurie and Jennifer Thompson, who are sisters on break from college, uh, younger girls in their 20s who are pretty fond of hiking, but don't really want to be involved too much in combat, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They're uh, kind of scared of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Next, we have John and Catherine Erickson, who are in their later 20s. Uh, John's an insurance salesman, and Catherine is an event planner. And I know you know what insurance salesmen bring to the table, mm-hmm. which, which for you means first-person shooter skills. And <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next, we have Al and Kate Mason. Um, Al is a full-time butcher, and uh, Kate is the bookkeeper for his butcher's uh, butcher store. I guess is the right word, butchery. Butchery. And then we have um, Terry Stewart, who's a local from the town, who just happened to be eating at the restaurant when the, when this whole thing started and decided he'd be safer at the camp. He's another outdoorsman in his um, later 20s. And finally, I think I think this might be your favorite, Todd, mm-hmm. potentially. 
have Bob and Christine Myers. Uh, Christine is the secretary at the factory that Bob is a foreman at. However, Bob was in the army for about 10 years as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he had combat experience and experience with combat field medicine. So any, anytime someone gets hurt, it's pretty much Bob's going to be the guy patching them up. Mm-hmm. Right. So far, that is, that is your survivors. Those are people you are in camps with. Do you have any questions about them beyond what I've given you already? Yeah. Um, we said, uh, Bob was a foreman at a factory. I kind of wanted to know what factory it is. Is it close? You were talking about Al and Kate Mason, uh, who was a butcher, not a store. I want to know if that's close. I'm really thinking about just uh, getting everything firmed up uh, with the defenses, uh, and uh, I'm going to have to look, look in, into you know who's doing what. Obviously, I don't really want the 60-year-old out. Uh, patrolling or hiking, but I think they can stand there and look on one of the one of the, like the, like the turrets uh, or uh, that we have uh, just to let us know if, if anything's coming. I think the teacher. I think we'll have her take care of the kids during the day, uh, so we can get everybody else out there. Uh, but those are all the questions I have at the moment. Okay, so to elaborate on your question, uh, the factory is a glass factory that Bob and Christine work at and it's in New Jersey they're on vacation mm. so the, it's like a four hour drive to their factory mm. and they just make like glass bottles for uh, you know, for you know, pharmaceutical companies and stuff like that mm-hmm. now the, the butcher shop is in Philly mm. and I, I doubt you want to go to Philly Mm-mm. but basically Al's, if, when you when you uh, when you guys hunt deer when you get any kind of animal Al's a guy butchering it up for you mm-hmm making sure that all your cuts are good and everything. So as now as far as like as far as uh, combat personnel go, you have Bob who's I'm gonna say Bob's in his late forties, but he's actually seen combat against other humans. And you and um, Brett and Dave are your two experienced hunters. And of course you have all the out all the younger outdoorsmen who don't have quite the same experience that Brett and Dave have with hunting but have, have hunted. Mm-hmm. And are and a few of them you've already sent out. Well, obviously, most of these people you've sent out to scout or fight zombies at one point or another. Mm-hmm. So these these younger people are improving their skills with bows on it and uh, spears on a daily basis since you have them drilling. Mm-hmm. So that that is uh, they are compromising the bulk of your. I'm not going to call it an army, but your force. Mm-hmm. And just to recap, what you've accomplished within your camp again. You have a solid fence built around the entire structure. You built a you built a smaller solid fence around the pond so to protect your fresh water. Mm-hmm. You've constructed a root cellar and a smokehouse, and you have elevated platforms around the fence. And I know you want them all around, so you you have like three or you have like four of them up now. Mm-hmm. And I don't how big were you making them? Just out of curiosity, these platforms. I want them to be higher than the fence. Uh, at this point, they they are just platforms, but I do want to. Uh, once I get like at least uh, eight around, I want to start putting up like a wall, so it's more of a a more of a turret and more defense. Uh, not so much against the zombies, but in case someone's shooting back. Right now, I I really just want an elevated platform so we can see over the fence. 
uh, but those people are exposed. I don't care if they're sitting down or laying down, but eventually once I get eight, I want to start uh, building some, like a little defensive, uh, like maybe a, like a three or four foot railing, a solid railing around it uh, to give them some cover if they're being shot at. Right now, they're just really just kind of lookouts to see uh, what's coming, what's not coming. And how many people are you thinking per platform? Can they support like two to three, that kind of deal, or is it like five people? Well, the idea is to have, to be able, if we had the, the numbers, to have like at least four people up there to repel an attack. Uh, but as it stands now, because I only have uh, limited numbers, I'm only going to put one person on each uh, on each one. I'll, uh, I'll have the older couple that are in their 60s, uh, one of them on each of those, uh, really just uh, being lookouts. And... Uh, Probably, I'm going to put the our new recruits, uh, Joe and Mary Lewis, I'm going to put them on one of each of the others. Uh, I'm going to have uh, the teacher basically handling the kids and trying just to teach them. And so that way their parents are not worried about what's going on with them. Uh, they'll be like, maybe we can make like sort of like a little schoolhouse inside the the main office or something for the kids uh so they're they're defended and they're in a more solid structure in case we are attacked or overrun um so that's what i'm basically gonna do for with those four uh platforms right now i'm gonna have them on the lookout all right that sounds like a solid plan um and now in addition to those defensive platforms you have on the inside you have the two pillboxes at the front entrance mm -hmm. and the three hunting stands that you rigged up out back Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have an idea of who you want in them, or do you want some time to think about that? In the pillboxes, I guess I want two uh, in each. I'll put the bus boys in there. I will also uh, put uh, in one of them one pillbox. The other one is that Lori and Jennifer. They're going to be in another pillbox because uh, I want younger eyes uh, scanning the front. And uh, with respect to those hunting blinds, I really just want one person uh, on each of those. And I'll put one of the groundskeepers in each of those. And then maybe uh, Carla, the camp secretary, in another because uh, there's nothing really to keep uh, notes on at this point. I also want to do all of the cooking in the daytime. I don't want uh, fires from a light showing. And I, I know that we're probably going to be losing power at some point so i want to get as much as that food cooked and smoked as possible uh for later on i want to actually have the accountant take a uh an accounting uh to use the same word uh to describe what they're doing but of what exactly we have in terms of food because i think we've we've gotten at least two deer once in the very beginning and i think we've got another one too uh later on uh, so i want i want to utilize that and i want to want them to see how much food we actually have, take an accounting of what we took out of that store in town, maybe talk to uh, Bob about drilling them some more, uh, everyone in the camp, just to be familiar with weapons, even if they don't really want to uh, deal with the weapons. But um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the hunters go out with their significant others, and then I'm going to send one other person with them because I want them to get uh, basically as backup. And I think I'm, you know, going to send uh, Brad and Jeff Arnett, uh, the brothers, uh, split them up between the two hunters going in separate directions uh, in an eight hour interval. I really only want them hunting during the day. I want everybody bounce back in or on the hunting stands or the um, the elevated platforms uh, by nighttime because I don't. That's when we're probably most vulnerable. 
because uh, we can't see anything. That's where the dogs are going to come in handy uh, with just uh, patrolling the inner side of of the of the fencing. Just uh, I'm hoping that they can smell before they can see anything. Okay, so while we're essentially finishing up this um, recap episode. Mm -hmm. slash introduction episode let's talk about your plans moving forward for the camp i know you, so you have you want to take an inventory of your food you want to have the teacher handle all the kids in the office and convert that to a school view space nine style mm -hmm. um, i know you wanted to dig punchy pits around the fence uh was that the interior or exterior Exterior. So basically, your your plans moving forward are to continue to clear cut the back and to start digging the punchy pits, right? Mm -hmm. And now, how about uh, more um, scouting parties or adventuring parties to go out and like gather supplies? Is that something you want to focus on more, or do you want to wait now that you've encountered another other um, possibly hostile human? No, I, I think we really need to get out there um, and see what we can see. Um, I'm going to make it lighter. I'm going to make it, uh, I don't want to go out strong, but I want to get uh, people that are able to, you know, handle themselves. But I, I want to be quick and fast. And I want to, I guess we'll do that next episode, um, is start scouting around the area. Because uh, I really want to get as much as I possibly can before the inevitable happens of getting attacked by humans or zombies or whatever. So I want to try and see uh, as far as we can see. Uh, I also want to see if I can find more walkie-talkies, that type of thing, uh, to help us going forward. But I'm going to have uh, me and maybe three or four other people. I haven't really decided yet who I want to go out, but uh, I just kind of want to rest for a day or two and get everything situated to see where we stand before we venture out again. Um, and I really want to start blocking that uh, that front entrance so we can hopefully uh, be avoided for the most part. Okay, so we're going to say that you, you and your campers like take two days to like rest and train, basically. Mm -hmm. And that you're going to pick a party to go back out with you. So what I want you to do before the next episode, Todd, is just figure out who you want to go with you and just let me know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's... That's where we're going to pick up next time as you guys go in. Um, I don't know if you want to go back into the same town or you want to try a different direction. Uh, you can think on that until the next time. Mm -hmm. And that pretty much brings us to a close. You now know who your campers are, what they can and cannot do. And we just recap what you already have and where you want to take it. Mm -hmm. So unless you have any more questions, I, I think that brings us to a close for this episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. So make sure to follow us on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Old Nerd Young Nerd, and on all major podcasting sites under Old Nerd Young Nerd as well. As always, I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And remember, normal is the new boring. Thank you for joining us.